welcome to the Live Life Healthy podcast, your place to hear the whole truth about health and well-being using integrative medicine so that you can get the tools you need to take back your health naturally starting now. I'm Dr. Priyanka Gupta, your host and naturopathic doctor. search on the internet about hormones, menopause, or perimenopause, chances are you may have come across the term bioidentical hormone therapy. Perhaps one of your friends has mentioned that they've used them and found that they've derived benefit, or maybe you read a blog about BHRT, how it can relieve menopausal symptoms. The concept of hormone therapy, however, can be confusing in that some are unsure of the risks that they pose, as well as the benefits they may provide. So today, let's do a quick rundown of what exactly is bioidentical hormone therapy, how it compares to traditional hormone therapy, as well answer the question, is it without risks? In this episode, we'll be talking specifically about menopause and the role of bioidentical hormones in symptom management. So let's first define bioidentical hormones and how is it different from traditional hormone therapy. The term bioidentical means the hormones in the prescription product are chemically similar to those in your body or the hormones that your body produces. They are derived from plants like yams and soybean and go through a process to make them bioidentical. The real difference between bioidentical hormone therapy and traditional HRT is that traditional HRT is made from, for example, the urine of pregnant horses. Now, remember that hormones control much more than just your sex drive and your fertility. They stimulate your brain and your immune system. Hormones fight stress prevent fatigue, relieve depression, and also calm anxiety. They also burn fat and regulate your heartbeat as well. So women often experience symptoms of hormone deficiencies that negatively impact their quality of life. This can become apparent during menopause when symptoms like loss of sex drive, hot flashes, night sweats, mood swings, weight gain, uh, vaginal dryness and migraines can occur. Since hormones start to wax and wane, eventually reducing during perimenopause and menopause, hormone replacement therapy may provide benefits to some of the symptoms experienced at menopause or at this stage of life. Some of the debate and fear of hormone therapy came out of results from what was called the Women's Health Initiative Study. This occurred nearly two decades ago, and the interpretation of the report found that women may be at higher risk of breast cancer and cardiovascular disease if they were on hormone therapy. However, later studies and more newer research found that hormone therapy may be safely used by women under the age of 60, uh, and since more information on the Women's Health Study came out, um, it was a bit confusing and many practitioners and patients, you know, they 
opted not to um, learn about hormone therapy or opted against hormone therapy. Now, two types of hormone therapy are available. One is a combined estrogen progesterone therapy, which is used uh, for women who still have their uterus intact. The progesterone protects the inner lining of the uterus from buildup called hyperplasia. The second type is estrogen therapy alone, which is um, given to women who have had their uterus removed. So um, what is important to note is that even with bioidentical hormones, we need to evaluate who can use them or not. And uh, this is a discussion where you really need to talk to your healthcare provider to evaluate, evaluate your history along with your family history. You want to balance the risks uh, with best practices. Um, and in terms of evaluating the risks, some of the parameters um, that you want to discuss is that are things like increased rate of blood clots, um, gallbladder disease. These risks are all heightened by smoking, high blood pressure, and diabetes. So this is why it's critical to discuss your full history with your family physician or your pre prescribing practitioner. Another consideration is monitoring. You want to be in contact with your prescribing practitioner to evaluate changes that, may, that you may be experiencing. When someone starts BHRT, the road can sometimes be rocky. So the body has to adjust to the hormones that they are being supplied. Um, and this is true for topical as well as oral preparations. In some cases, progesterone can cause bloating, breast tenderness, headaches, vaginal bleeding, or cramps. These symptoms usually improve over time after the person has used a prescription for a few weeks. Um, and it takes about six months to understand, A, whether prescription hormone therapy is right for them and exactly what dosage is the best. So some women report positive changes in sleep, mood, and hot flashes when they start hormone therapy. However, the outcome varies from person to person. I also want to address some lifestyle strategies that can be helpful in managing a wide range of menopausal symptoms. So I emphasize this a lot in my practice. Um, number one is exercise. Women in midlife should strive to get at least 30 minutes a day of exercise, preferably weight-bearing to maintain muscle mass and bone density. You don't necessarily have to, you know, do one block of exercise, but short bouts of exercise is just as beneficial. So walking in the morning, yoga or plottings in the evening, doing some weights, these are all examples of exercise that can be incorporated into the day. When it comes to nutrition, the most recommended and studied way of eating is the Mediterranean diet. And an offshoot of this diet is called the MIND diet, which is a brain-focused diet similar to the Mediterranean diet with a focus on plants, lean protein, complex carbohydrates, and healthy fats. Getting a good night's sleep is another important parameter. We've heard about the importance of sleep in many regards of life, such as weight loss and brain health, and good quality sleep becomes very important in menopause. What goes hand in hand is stress management and also talking with your healthcare provider about 
different nutritional interventions such as supplements or even acupuncture that can help you actually get better sleep. What's also important is to understand that prescription therapies and supplements can really only take you so far. To age gracefully, we must take a page from the book of the people in the blue zones, which are parts of the world where people routinely live past 100. When asked how they managed to live such a long and healthy, good life, here's what they had to report. So they moved more throughout the day. They had a more positive outlook on life. They ate wisely, mostly plants and no overeating. As well, they connected with others. So in summary, detailing your health history is very important in the context of bioidentical hormones and hormone therapy to see if it's right for you, as well as if you will drive benefits or not. One aspect of the discussion on hormones, which I didn't discuss here, but I will do so in a future episode, is about hormone testing, which can really reveal a lot about your hormone levels, um, what the current status is of the hormones, as well as how you're metabolizing your hormones themselves. Um, remember that hormone therapy is just one piece of the puzzle and taking the time to focus on diet, sleep and exercise are all important pillars that can help you to achieve the health you deserve. So thank you for listening and I'm going to see you on another episode. Thank you for listening to the Live Life Healthy Podcast. For more information, you can visit my website at www.drpriyankand.com. See you on the next episode.